Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. If you haven't already, hit subscribe right there on YouTube and turn on those notifications and connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to stay connected with you. Today, you're going to meet a woman who is just as beautiful on the inside as she is on the out. She's a model, she is an entrepreneur, and so much more. Her name is Jamie Hilfiger. And if you're thinking, that Hilfiger? Yes, that Hilfiger. But she's talking about how she built her own empire and also how she overcame some health challenges and built the skincare line that she has today. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want. It is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Today, I'm so excited to be joined by Miss Jamie Hilfiger. Welcome to the show and nice to meet you. Great to meet you too. I'm so happy to be here. Happy to have you um, and happy to be connected with you also through a mutual connection. And I'm glad we get to learn more about you and what you do. I went through your your bio and learned you're a self-made entrepreneur. You are a model, actress, beauty mogul, and I'm sure so much more. So I'll let you go ahead and tell us more about you and your story. Oh, thanks. Yes. Um, well, I started to model at a young age, around the age seven. And um, my first campaign that I started with was for Sears department stores. So I don't even know if there's really any more Sears out there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but that's after, not a bad first campaign. Right. So after landing that, I started to land like numerous other gigs. But then also I started to get older and I started to see like my friends having fun and going to school, sporting events and doing extracurricular activities through school. So my modeling took a backseat to that. And um, I decided to really concentrate on high school and then college. So once I graduated college, I did graduate early around age 20. I said, you know what, I know I want to be in the entertainment industry. So I made the leap and I moved out to Hollywood, California. And after making that big move, like that's when my career really took off. And I know you also, I, I read this in your bio that you went to UCF. So at least we have that Florida connection because yeah. I'm a cane. So I went to University okay. of Miami. <laughs> Florida schools are the best, by the way. So when you say you moved out to L.A. and yeah. that's when your career took off, what started to happen? Well, I really like didn't sit for too long. Like I made this cross country move from New York City to Los Angeles. 3,000 miles. I knew no one, had no family, no friends. So I just kind of started working. I started going on castings and um, I found myself an agent. Like it wasn't that big of a company at the time. And, but I just like really worked my way up. I was doing commercial spokesmodel opportunities and then, um, you know, just landing 
gigs that were like more prominent, more prominent. And then I got more well known. I know you were modeling. And I think I read that you were really pursuing, I guess it was it runway modeling. Um, because I'm like small, my um, height is like five, four on a good day. I had a difficult time landing runway gigs. So that was definitely, um, what can I say, like a roadblock that I encountered, but like, I completely understood that. I completely understood that the runway models are like five, nine and above. So I just kind of really tried to concentrate on like print work and stuff like that. So fast forward to today, uh, what it, tell me what you're doing now and kind of how your career has evolved since then. Yes. Well, I started to realize this also, as I got older, I was starting to see models from like the nineties, like supermodels, like Tyra Banks and Cindy Crawford and Heidi Klum really like branch out, um, you know, of just being like a model and starting these like TV shows, skincare lines, and really just becoming like self-made and kind of making a name around or kind of making a company around their name. So I was dabbling with a little like fashion, a little like shoe design and stuff like that. And then what happened was I moved to Miami and I, even though I lived in Florida, central Florida, when I was in college, something really weird happened to my skin. When I moved to Miami, I broke out and nothing could comment. Like I had red blotches all over my face, bumps and everything. And luckily around that time, it was just like a divine intervention. I think I was introduced to the founder of La Curcio Skincare and together with her, we came up with a skincare line together to help my sensitivity issues. And since then it's, you know, all, like, you know, like the line has grown tremendously since being introduced to La Curcio skincare. But I definitely yeah. want to learn more about that. But do you know, I want to ask you, so do you know what the cause of that was breaking out on your skin? Because the first thing I hear is like, okay, you're living in LA, like dry right. climate and then moving to Miami, which is totally totally the opposite of that exactly. weather is super humid <laughs> my you... skin's breaking out just thinking about it <laughs> um i did see some professional dermatologists and i was diagnosed with type 2 rosacea which i didn't know that there were more than one type of rosacea i thought rosacea was just redness on the skin with like little broken capillaries I had like welts on my face that were itchy and um, I was told that I had type two rosacea and I got a few opinions, like a second, a third, a fourth, and that's what everyone said. And it usually comes in your like, it usually comes in your thirties, but at this point I was in my mid twenties when it happened. So it was really hard for me because rosacea is not curable. It's a condition that you live with forever you just have to maintain it is what they say so what happened was exactly what you said the climate change the temperature the humidity factor so I guess I always had this my entire life I just was put in basically a jungle (laughs) right right it was kind of like the perfect storm of all the elements coming together to kind of activate it so Was that, you mentioned it was a little difficult for you because I can imagine, obviously you 
how you look and present yourself as part of your career and what what you do? What was going through your mind at that time? It was really hard because at that point I had been living in Miami a couple months, but I was landing um, big magazine covers, pictorials. I remember specifically I had a big cover of a South Florida publication and I arrived on set and I mean, I hate to say this about myself, but I could tell the wardrobe stylist and the makeup artist and even the photographer, they were a little like disappointed because my skin was red and blotchy with bumps. This is at like the height of my rosacea career before I started the skincare collection. And my dermatologist and I were trying a cocktail of different prescriptions, face washes, creams, et cetera. So we didn't really even find a good balance yet. So, but I couldn't turn down this magazine cover. I mean, this magazine was on newsstands at every Whole Foods, Fresh Market, et cetera, in South Florida. And I really wanted to take advantage of the opportunity, but I, you know, I, I explained to them the condition and, you know, I said, I'm, I, you know, I'm a hard worker. I'm going to try my best. I'm going to pose my booty off. And, you know, we went along with the shoe and the pictures, they, you know, they came out well, but there are some angles I could still tell that I'm like, oh, I could see bumps on my skin, you know, but mm-hmm. it's just, you know, part of my journey. Absolutely. It, it ultimately led you to where you are now and what you're doing now. So, okay, tell me then after that, or not long after that, you partner up with La Curcio. Yes. Tell me about what you're doing with them now and what that looks like. Well, La Curcio was already an established skincare company at the time. Um, the founder of La Curcio had like 40 years experience in the skincare industry. And she already had a beautiful collection of high performance skincare out. It was the traditional like face wash, um, toner mist, cream, eye cream, day cream, night cream, et cetera. So when I originally spoke to her, since I was like a model in the industry and an Instagram influencer, she said, I would love to send you the line and see what you thought. And I said, you know what? I am in the market for a skincare change. And I kind of just gave her a brief outline of what was going on. And she said, you know, our products are vegan, they're cruelty free, they're natural, they're not made with any harsh ingredients, you're not going to find any like fragrance, you know, that crazy word fragrance, so much is hidden in that word, you're not going to find any weird things in it, you just need to calm down, stop worrying about your skin, because that's half the battle, and just Mm -hmm. like, use calm things. So she sent me the collection and I absolutely loved it. And it it did do wonders for me. Like nothing in this world is instant. You're not going to get instant results. But with continuous maintenance, morning and night with La Curcio, I did notice a dramatic difference. So her and I, you know, formed a friendship and a closer bond. So then I did confide in her more deeply about the condition that I was, that I had at the moment that I still have. And she said, you know what, why don't we develop a capsule collection, naming it after you, the Jamie Hilfiger collection by La Curcio, and we could include in it products that cater to sensitive skin. So that's how um, phase one of the Jamie Hilfiger collection by La Curcio was born. 
That's amazing. Um, I want to go back a little bit and ask, you mentioned you saw dramatic differences in yes. your skin when you started using uh, the products. What were some of those differences that you saw over time? Well, definitely the bumps started to like disappear because with type 2 rosacea, like I mentioned, it's like welts on your skin. I, you know, I keep pointing to the side of my face because that's where it was the, like that's where it was the most, like the you you know, like right on the cheek and um, in the temples too. Um, so the bumps started to go down and also like the redness was dramatically different. I mean, I was given prescriptions from the dermatologist that were creams that she said, okay, this is like a Cinderella cream. She said, you put it on your face, the redness goes away, but then when you get home at night and you wash it off, the redness is going to be worse. That's what like, so though, so that's wow. kind of like the products that I was dealing with such harsh, I can't even imagine such harsh chemicals that were probably mm. stripping layers of my skin away. So once I switched to Lacursio and I did the whole routine, the whole collection, I think my skin was kind of like thanking me and saying like, thank you for not putting such harsh ingredients on us and chemicals and stuff like that. And even in uh, creams that you could find at CVS and even at higher end department stores, like you look at the back of the label and there's some words that you can't even pronounce. They always use, most of the time, a lot of companies use the word fragrance. And I think a lot of people know by now that there's so much horrible things that are hidden in the word fragrance. Our country's allowed to use that word for some reason but it's like not allowed in europe um, oh really the, i did not know this yeah in educate the, us so States. fragrance can yeah. hide a lot of other things yes yes like what and i don't even know what they are but oh, okay. i know that they it, it could hide like 40 some odd things or something like that i oh, know wow. in the u.s there's only nine this was this a statistic a couple years ago but there were nine things that were banned from cosmetics and skincare. And at the time, Europe had thousands of things that were banned. So there's a lot of things that, you know, yeah. this country is not even, that's a whole different podcast. I'm right, sure. right, right. But there's I'm so many things we're that, behind like, on. Yeah. Right. My skin was thanking me for just taking a step back, kind of getting back to basics, I think. Right. And then, you know, also with rosacea, there's a lot of triggers that they call them. Um, so, you know, you have to watch how, like what kind of water you take a shower with. You can't like take scalding hot showers and the food you eat, the stress level, the climate, et cetera. But the first start was what I was putting on my face. So when you had this conversation with Jackie, was she, you know, shocked at the results that you saw? She knew because she like stands by her product. Mm -hmm. So she wasn't really shocked. She was just really happy for me. Yeah. So fast forward to today, I know you are the creator and face of the Jamie Hilfiger collection by La Curcio. Um, and it obviously seems like that was like a naturally good fit as far as what we're talking about, like the cruelty-free vegan. Uh, tell me a little bit more about the products in this line. Yes, it was definitely an amazing fit. I also told her that skincare and beauty and cosmetics in this world has really always been my first love over fashion, which people find surprising. So that's when we like really started to take off and talk about our dream products to create together. 
and things like that. So we're basically about to launch phase four of the Jamie Hilfiger collection, but phases one, two, and three include complements to the La Curcio signature collection. So for example, in phases one and two, they include like masks that you could put on your skin. There's one, it's a calming mask. It is like this is, I used to sleep with this mask on it. It goes on clear. So you're not gonna like scare whoever you're sleeping next to in the morning. But like <laughs> you take it off and your skin is like, like all the redness. I'm just such a redness person because that's what my concern was. But even if you have like puffiness or like a bunch of like, you know, pimples that are also red, it will also combat. Um, so that was about phase one and phase two. There was a makeup remover that was like it, it melted your makeup off, like not harshly or anything. And then once we launched phase three, we got into cosmetics. So that's when we started to get into like the lip lacquers, which I have to send you some. You would love them. Oh my god! We have six so different excited. colors. They're called matte velvet lips. They stay on for hours and they don't smudge or come off and they just give a very vibrant, like we have nude shades, like deeper color shades, of course, a signature red. So that was what phase three really concentrated on the makeup. Awesome. And then what's phase four? Can you tell us? Phase four is going to be more makeup. Okay. So like we're going to branch out into powders and mascaras and stuff like that. So it's interesting to me, you said that actually beauty has always been even more of your passion than fashion. Why do you think that is? I I love this world, period. I love like getting dressed up. I love being in front of the camera. I love all of the things that go into a photo shoot from start to finish. But the beauty world, I've just always been intrigued by products and lotions and potions and all that. I remember like when I was like a preteen going into Nordstrom's, I was more interested in the makeup counters than the clothing and the shoes. I don't know why, I just loved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. And I like also what I read that you wrote is that you like to combine health, wellness, and glamour. Yes. Like that's kind of your mission. And that's what we like to talk about on this show is health and wellness, because ultimately we all need our health. Exactly. Anything we pursue in life. You're right about that. You're, you know, at the end of the day, the only thing you really have is your name and your health. Absolutely. So I want to ask you a question because what I'm hearing in your story, right? You graduated college early. You went out to LA. You've further pursued your modeling career. It's honestly amazing to me how you moved to Miami and then started talking with Jackie Curcio and then ended up developing this line. Like you are, like you said, a go-getter, self-made entrepreneur and made all these things happen. But I do have to point out you have a well-known last name, Hilfiger. Yes. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> so you are the, the niece of Tommy Hilfiger. Yes. Did that, do you feel like that ever made things easier or harder for you when you were going after certain opportunities? I definitely think my first answer that comes quick to my mind is that it made things harder. Um, I could just remember like, you know, when I first, when we first started our conversation and you kind of asked me after I moved to Hollywood, then what happened? 
And like I said, I started going on casting calls and like auditioning. I got myself an agent, not really at the most well-known agency, but I like did my best. So like I said, the casting calls and the modeling things that I was going out for weren't really like for like well-known names that you would see like, you know, in the pages of Vogue or anything. So I remember like a lot of like the casting people, like they would be, you know, with their clipboards and say, okay, Jamie Hilfiger, you know, and I would state my name and my business. And then they would say, oh, wait, wait, Hilfiger? And then they would look back at me and they would say, any relation? And I would say, <laughs> yes. And then they would say, how? And I would say, I'm Tommy Hilfiger's niece. And they would say, many times, they would say, well, what are you doing here then? Like, what are you auditioning for this t-shirt line or, you know, this hat company and stuff like that? Um, that was kind of the response I got many times. And then many times I would get chosen for something and they would use like the last name kind of as, or my full name kind of as like the tagline for their new campaign. Like Tommy Hilfiger's niece models like Venice Beach t-shirts or something. I just, there's, there's this one company that's sticking in my head. <laughs> Why do you think they asked you that? Because they expected you to have I in? think what many, exactly. I think what many people assume and still do, people that have not heard my story yet, they just assume that everything I have earned was handed to me or given to me um, and that Tommy helped me along the way and held my hand and stuff like that, which isn't the case at all. So um, I think that that's just assumed, but like I said, that's not the case at all. And I re really worked from the bottom up. I mean, I was discovered before moving to Hollywood, I was walking in Times Square on the street corner and I was discovered by the Howard Stern show, just picked up literally like picked up and said, Hey, have you been, ever been on TV before? We like your look, you know, this is fresh out of graduating UCF. So I literally like was discovered on the street, brought into the television studio and then climb the ladder, like most of us hardworking females have to do. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Like, I think about this, too. Even if those assumptions were true, I kind of say, so what? Like, there's nobody in life that doesn't need somebody else to open a door for them, to help them through that door. So, you know, at the end of the day, life is not, it's like, we're not all kind of on an even slate. And obviously that wasn't the, like, like you said, you worked your way up, but I kind of don't like these haters that are like, Hey, you know, they have this name or, you know, they had more opportunities. It kind of is what it is. Regardless of what place you're starting at, everybody needs, has somebody that opens a door for them or helps them get to the next place because we all need community and support. Exactly. You know, I always say to people, well, sometimes people always say to me, well, don't you feel good that you don't have to owe anybody anything and nobody like gave you anything? And I say, you know what? I wish that he helped me because <laughs> I would be way farther than I am today if I did get some <laughs> assistance from him. 
So I wouldn't mind if he did assist <laughs> me in some way, right. shape or form or introduced me to something or got me signed with a top modeling agency, but that wasn't the case. So I don't have to think about that, but I would prefer it that way, actually, to be honest. Like you said, there's no shame in it. I don't think so at all. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll shift gears a little bit back to beauty because I have a question um, that maybe other people are in this boat, um, and I think you're just so knowledgeable in this area. So, and this might be a little embarrassing for me, but I'm totally like when it comes to skincare, like a soap and water kind of girl. Like really? very... you have beautiful skin too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank it's you. always the people that have the beautiful skin are like the soap and water people. <laughs> Thank you. I use really no products, but it's something I've been thinking about as I get older. Hey, maybe I should like be thinking more about the products I use on my skin. But for somebody who really hasn't had a skincare routine and is new to it, what would you say are some of like the first steps you should take in finding out what's right for your skin or even what products you should start with? First of all, I hate you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have a friend from college that has gorgeous skin too, and she like doesn't even wash her face at night. Um, <laughs> It's always the people like that. Um, I always think that simple is better, like taking a um, slow approach at first. Because like I said, like loading up on anything, and then you're not going to really know what is giving you the like best results. I definitely think like a gentle cleanser at night is always the way to go. And I always think like an eye cream is really important just very dab it on very lightly because the skin around your eyes is so delicate. And that's something that's going to start to show age right away if you're worried about, or if you want to prevent like anti-aging. So I definitely think a nice gentle cleanser, um, a nice moisturizing eye cream, and then like a simple serum that is moisturizing as well as um, firming possibly, you know, I'm a number one Wendy Williams fan and all <laughs> Wendy Williams talks about is moisturizing. She's like, I could tell she moisturizes. I can tell she doesn't moisturize, you know, like if she sees someone that's like 45, but looks like 20, she's like, she is a good moisturizer. So I think, I think moisturizing is key hands, face, neck. And you always want to like, make like you always want to put the moisturizer on like you know like upward motions don't ever drag anything down oh really and then Why? like just well because like you don't want to pull anything okay yeah you just want to like lift 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 even when you put like moisturizer on your body you want to lift 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 lift, lift. yeah <laughs> the insider tips on how to apply moisturizer ever <laughs> but yeah like um cleanse moisturize and then like later you could get into the exfoliating and stuff like that and the retinoids and stuff like that but if you want to start and like also for me like I feel like less is more even like when I get like my makeup professionally done I tell them I said I love makeup but you can't layer it on my skin because it just doesn't look good one layer of foundation or even a just a little concealer on my forehead and a little powder and I'm good to go because yeah. when you start layering on my skin, it starts to flake off and then it gets really bad. So I'm like a less is more girl, even though I love products and stuff. 
Yeah, no, I love that. Um, and what about when it comes to what's in the products? I know we briefly touched on this. How important is it to kind of keep an eye out for those chemicals and look for things that don't have it, like you mentioned? I feel that it's very important to keep your eye out um, about what's in, what you're putting into your skin. Because when you think about it, your skin is your biggest organ. So if you had like your, this is nasty, but if you had like your liver in your hand, would you want to put like chemicals on your liver to get absorbed into your liver? No, you don't want to put anything to get absorbed into your system. So they always say, a lot of people say this, make sure you're able to like pronounce the things that are on the back of the label. If you're getting into methyl and like really weird things, like <laughs> just put that on, back on the shelf. But also there's like an app, it's called Think Dirty. And it's like a free app. You could download it on your phone. And what you do is you could scan the items. It comes with, you know, like a barcode scanner. You could scan it with your phone. And there's a scale from like one to nine, one to three being the cleanest products. And then it goes up. Nine is the dirtiest products. But um, they have a lot of products listed. I like to wow. use this app a lot for buying sunscreens, especially I have a baby. Well, she's three, but I still Aww. think she's a baby. So I'm like, I'm always scanning the sunscreens in the store because so many times it's like all natural, preservative free, and you scan it, it's like an eight, you know? So it's, but there right. are products out there that you scan and they're like a one and, and a two and a three. So um, you could find them. You just have to like put a little time and research into it. Yeah. And because let's, we all know what it says on the box isn't necessarily true. Like the foods that no. say healthy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Probably are not. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so that was Think Dirty is the name of the app. And you yeah. can scan any type of, I guess, product that you put on your body. Yeah, and there's so many products that are listed. And, and if you do scan something that they don't have, it will give you the option to like put in like the UPC code and the barcode and stuff like that. So wow. it will give you the option to add it to your da to, to their database. That's an amazing tool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a really cool app. Oh my gosh. Okay, more insider tips. Okay, the first one, <laughs> moisturize up. <laughs> the second one, check your products with the Things Dirty app. Love it. Uh, Jamie, this has been great. Is there anything else? I mean, I have so many more questions, but um, is there anything else that you wanted to add that I didn't ask you? I feel like I talked a lot. Like I said, I feel like I could talk about this stuff forever. I'm just like really thankful to be here. I love doing things with other strong, hardworking women. I think it's amazing when women like truly support women and not just say that they do. So um, this has been such a pleasure for me as well. Absolutely. And on a closing note, since I know you love health and wellness and I like to give people tips. I know we already got two, but I might as well go for three. <laughs> um, I like to just ask, you know, it could be, you know, beauty and skincare related, or it can be self-care, something else that you like to implement in your lives. But is there just a health tip that you found has worked really well for you that you'd like to share? Uh, this is like a mental health tip. Okay. I was reading an old like question and answer interview that I did at the magazine the other day. And I saw that one of the my favorite lessons learned that I told that I said 
that was never be afraid to be yourself. And I was told like so many times, like when I made like red carpet appearances, like to change up your signature style, to not always wear, cause I have a very signature style, like on the red carpet to not always wear like sparkles and, you know, like <laughs> embellishments and stuff like that. And one time I said to my um, publicist, I said, you know, I always kind of wear similar things. Do you think I should change it up? And she goes, that's how they know it's you. This is your style. <laughs> don't, don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to show your signature. That's you. Absolutely. I love that. Great note to end it on. And lastly, Jamie, where can people find you, learn more about you and also find the products? Well, you could always visit my personal website, which is just jamiehilfiger.com. You could find the products on there or lacursio.com. And you could follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Jamie Hilfiger. Awesome. And I'll make sure to link to all of that below in the show notes. So everyone make sure you connect with Jamie and check out Lacursio. I know I will. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I love talking to Jamie because as I mentioned in that episode, I know nothing about skincare routines and frankly i don't really have one so in our short talk today i learned so much about skincare tips and how i can get started and also so much about her great line so i'm excited to check that out and make sure you check it out too all the links are below in the show notes so make sure you check that out connect with jamie and hey connect with me if you haven't done so already i'm on linkedin instagram facebook twitter all of the places you'll also find that below in the show notes and until i see you back next week because i know i will stay happy stay healthy